Hey friend, some things changed, other things remain the same in this season that we're living in, and that's what I want to talk about today. Let's go. Welcome to the Simple Sincha Podcast. I'm your friend, Sincha Lissenby, and I'm the writer of SimpleSincha.com, where we spread hope online one word at a time. I've been there since 2003, and now I'm here with you. So I made a list of things that um, I just wanted to kind of pause and reflect that changed and some things that kind of remained the same. I, at SimpleSincha.com, enjoy reflecting on things every season, and I'll leave a link on the show notes for the show. I reflect on the lessons I've learned. Um, so there are lessons during the summer, fall, spring, winter, and I am pretty sure that the spring of 2020 is going to have some massive lessons. So I'm already thinking about what will I remember as far as lessons. And sometimes it's just nice to sit back and just think, what is different? What are some things that remain the same? And how can the life that I'm living now inform me, inform the life that I'm going to live in the future? Okay, so that's a question that I've been thinking about and I've been asking my wise friends which I think I recorded a podcast about uh, questions to ask your wise friends. That's one of the questions. It wasn't on that podcast, but that's what I've been asking my friends that have a lot of wisdom to offer. Um, what are some of the things that you are listening now from other people, from yourself that will inform the way you live once all of this is over? So back to the topic of this podcast. <laughs> um, so these are just 10 different topics and I will um, just get started. Okay. So the first one is Weight Watchers. I have been writing about being on Weight Watchers, which is now called WW for quite a bit. And I'll also leave a link about that on the show notes. So the difference is, um, that I finally decided I'm going to go back to the meetings, which I did. So I left the country when I came back, you know, social distancing was on as it should be. So the difference is that we still meet, but we meet digitally. And that helps me out a lot because number one, I miss my leader and the faces that I see every week. It is mostly older women that go to the meeting. There are a few younger ones, but mostly are senior citizens. And I love me some senior citizens. They have the most fun. They've been along, alive for a long time, so they know stuff. So I like to hang out with them. Um, so I'm missing their faces. So that's fun. What remains the same for Weight Watchers is the support that I get from the group and the, and the accountability. I decided not to gain weight during uh, COVID-19 social distancing season. So far it's working. I will not give all the glory to Weight Watchers because Weight Watchers does not slap foods out of my hand and tells me don't eat it. Like I do that for myself. So uh, Weight Watchers does offer support, accountability, and because I'm paying a little bit more uh, for the group meetings, for me, that's an extra motivator to do well. It has not been perfect every week. I'm one of those crazy people that if I'm traveling, I will lose weight, like every time. If there's a holiday, I always lose weight during the holidays, which for most people is difficult. Um, my challenge is just to keep that going and to my credit, it's been very slow, but ever since I started with Weight Watchers, I have not gained weight back. Um, one of the, what we call non-scale victories that I experienced 
was um, we recorded a Friday broadcast for our church um, for Easter weekend. And I was, I was looking at this black blouse that I had. It kind of looks like a dress, but it's a little bit too short. It might not be too short, but it's just like, I just decided that's a blouse, not a, you know, not a dress. So I told myself, let me put this on. And it fit so well. And I love that blouse, but when I bought it, it didn't fit me really well. It actually looked like I had got the blouse at Baby Gap, right? But because I decided to stick with Weight Watchers and, you know, practice the things that they're teaching me there, which is basically self-control. Like years later, I finally fit in the shirt. So that's what I put on for um, that broadcast. So you guys know the story behind that shirt now. So anyway, so that's Weight Watchers. Second thing that's different, what's different and what stay the same for Easter. So Easter in the Listen B household is kind of like the Super Bowl. Number one, because we work at church, is busy anyway. This year, although we don't have like thousands of people coming to church with us, we still um, are working for people to watch our services online and to feel connected with all the ministries of the church. So it's a huge deal, not only because of work, but as a family, like if church aside, we have been preparing for Easter for a long time. We have been reading The Way to the Savior by Jeff and Abby Land. We have been reading the scriptures that uh, surround Jesus's death and resurrection on the cross. And we make Easter really special for our kids. When they were babies, if there, were, if there was like an Easter egg hunt, we would take them. Not because that's in the Bible, but because they're kids and they deserve to have fun. <laughs> I remember one, there was one year I did one and I want to say I had a fresh baby. So it had to be like eight years ago. And I told myself, I'm not going across the street. I'm sorry. I'm just going to put these eggs over here. We're going to tell these kids, go back there, get these eggs. And then I immediately, this is what's so funny about being my child. Like they have so much fun and immediately the candy disappears. Uh, anyway, so we're not doing that this year. And I went to the store and I saw the, the little eggs and I said, no, like uh, we're not doing that this year. If... Things were normal. Would I take them to an Easter egg hunt? Maybe, maybe. Like we just like, I just like people and festivities. So anyway, so like none of what we've done in the past outside of this house is happening. So what's happening in this house? We are doing our devotional time with the kids. We're doing our readings. We're remembering how stories are connected. As in like I will ask the kids, hey, do you remember what Passover is? Like, where did that come from in the Bible? So they'll tell me what it is. Like, so that's still happening. Um, and, oh, I decided either last year or the year before to buy a carrot cake, which is one of my husband's favorites, and to ask the baker in the grocery store to write, Jesus is alive. And I feel like there's something festive and fun about cakes. So I did that again this year. So it is now a listen be family tradition. So the kids and I talked about our menu. I'm cooking Brazilian food and we're having our traditional Jesus is alive cake. And that's going to be Easter. Oh, instead of hiding eggs, we're going to do a special Easter hunt for the kids. Like I put, don't tell them, but I put together a little, like a little gift thing for them with chocolate in it and just a few other small items. So we're going to do going to do like a scavenger hunt. So that's Easter. Okay. So next thing is school. What's different and what's the same about school? Schools are closed for us 
and we're doing some things online. But the things online were not mandatory, but next week they will be. Like we're going to have to turn in homework for grade. It's been challenging for me personally because I'm still working. Um, I'm not only working at my eight to five, but my business, Listen B Media, is still in full swing. So that's one thing that remained the same. Like Listen B Media, I do different things. I do social media and media consulting. I do English, Portuguese translation for some organizations and I'm a writer. So I write for other organizations. Like they'll ask, contract me to write, you know, a couple of pieces. So I do that. So that remained the same because that work has always been online. I'll talk to them over the phone if need be, but usually, you know, so that actually ramped up a little bit, ramped up a little bit because of the season. Like I got a few more things to translate just to kind of make it relevant for the people that are reading. And I'm thankful for that. And then the eight to five job, which is uh, my church job, is also busy because everything is online. So we have to communicate uh, with people a different way. So I'm telling you that to say uh, school was challenging when I came back to the country because I was just like, oh my God, like I have to be on my computer. The kids might have stuff to do on the computer. What shall we do? Well, the kids' teachers sent home all the workbooks for them. And I was very thankful because not only they gave us a lesson plan, but there were books that I could say, here's your book, here's your lesson plan, work on that. So that was, I was very thankful. So school is different. What's the same? My appreciation for teachers, for principals, for the staff, even um, the specialty teachers are contacting us, offering us help. So I've always appreciated educators. I always will. I don't take them for granted. I never did. So um, I'm very thankful for teachers. I feel like it's one of those professions that are that will always be needed in the world. So my gratitude to all the teachers. I already spoke about work a little bit. Uh, so let's move on to exercise. What's different and what's the same? So let's start with what's the same. My need for exercise is not going away. It actually remains the same for this season. One thing that I always say is that exercise is for sanity and not for vanity for me. So I've been needing my sanity a lot lately. So um, I have kept my um, routine of exercising. What changed is that the gym is closed. I used to go to the gym two or three times a week to lift weights. So now I do everything at home. I used to have a video that I would watch to do exercise at home when I felt lazy and I didn't want to walk less than half a mile to go to the gym in Houston that was close to my house. Like, imagine that, right? Um, so this will be a time where I would go back to that video, but I'm not, like, I don't connect really well with videos. And when it comes to exercise, like, I will if I have to. So what I did, I just memorized what it is that I do, which is basically like lunges and sit-ups. And then I go on a neighborhood walk. So that's like my cross training day. I still run three times a week and that has been delightful. What's different is, is that running group is officially canceled. So you don't see the same amount of people before. So we're all eager to see each other later. And it is not like we all sweat on each other before. That's like gross, but social distancing needs to be observed. So that's something that, you know, nobody can argue um, with. 
So anyway, this exercise is still happening. I feel like it is uh, essential for my mental health, for my physical health. And you see how that also happens, helps with the Weight Watchers goal of not gaining weight during the season. So it's just like one of those uh, keystone habits, right? If you've heard about the concept in some, some habit book, I've read so many, I lose count. So it's one of those keystone habits as in like you do that and it helps other areas of your life. So the habit of exercise helps me to with my goal of losing weight. It helps with my goal of maintaining great uh, mental health and managing stress. So there you go. Okay, so here's a fun one. What's different and the same when it comes to organizing and declaring? So a couple of podcasts ago, I told you that I moved to a new house. And this is funny, but last night I had a dream that I lived in a humongous house. It was big. Like, and it wasn't this house. It was, it, it was huge. It was so big that like, and I mean, dr- you know how dreams are. Like you only see what you see. So in my dream, it was so big that I didn't see the whole thing. What I did see was huge. And my thought with every home in my dream or in real life that I see is who's going to clean this? So in my dream, I was like, oh my God, who is going to clean this house? It's nice, it's pretty, but who's going to clean it? So when I woke up, I was just like, I think I had that dream because I'm concerned about my own house because with all that's going on, like with work and with the kids at school, which, you know, we have our schedule and we complement each other well and the kids are supposed to help me, which they do, but I'm still concerned about what's not done, which is, and I brought all of that to speak about what's different and the same about organizing and decluttering. So different is the season as in work doesn't shut down after five because, you know, everybody's in social distancing in their home. They can visit us online anytime they want to. And trust me, they could do that before, but people probably would just like do other things. But now I feel like people are more engaged with what we put out. So like I've been doing something that I didn't used to do before, which is working after I'm, I'm done. Right. So uh, with that being said, I have, I feel like I have less time to dedicate for organization and decluttering. So my solution for that is next week, which I hope things will slow down a little bit as, as in like, well, Easter is gone. So we're just going to have like our regular services to, um, to do. So I will have like a little bit more liberty to, uh, schedule like what is the time I'm going to organize my stuff and declutter so what have I done was and this is like what stays the same is to use my 45 minute decluttering um I don't know what I call it but what what it is is like I set a timer for 45 minutes and I go to work and it works every time so I've done it in this house this past week we clean the garage quite a bit. So um, another thing that remains the same is the way I clean and organize, like it took me forever to find something. But when I found it, I'm telling you, like I don't need to buy another book. I only listen to people who do it professionally just for entertainment because I found something that works for me and it works every time. So with that being said, by using my method, like you can come to my house and you can have lunch with us And you will have a pleasant experience because there are very few boxes inside of the house. Like all of the public areas 
and I know you can't come because of social distance. But all of the public areas are like free of boxes. I think the only major thing that I'm missing is like hanging pictures, which is coming. But anyway, um, organizing the cluttering is different because mm, I realized in the past that if I'm not at home, like it's just not going to happen, right? Um, so once things slow down, I'm going to keep using my 45 minute method and I'm going to get this done. What remains the same is the assurance that I found something that works for me. So that's super, super exciting. Television. Let's speak about television. What does watching TV look like now as before? If you have been a long time reader at simplicentry.com, you know that sometimes I may come out as anti-TV, but just because I feel like it's really time consuming and during that time that I could be binge watching something, I could be working on a goal. For example, if you have a goal to write a book, instead of watching Tiger King for eight hours, you can dedicate some of those hours to writing, you know, a couple of chapters or a couple of words per day, and then still like still do your, your Netflix binge, but don't like consume all your days with it. So I obviously don't have a lot of time to watch TV right now because there's so much work to be done inside and outside of this house. The little time that I watch, I want to say I, I have like 15, 20 minutes before going to bed and then I fall asleep hard. So what am I watching in those 15 and 20 minutes are shows that I've watched in the past and I absolutely love and they're all comedies. I feel like times are so stressful that I need like some familiarity and guaranteed laughter. So that's what I'm doing with TV. When it comes to friends, what's different and what's the same? The same is my allegiance to my friends, my loyalty. What's different is the times that we're living in. Like there's no such thing as telling my friends, hey, let's go out for lunch because, you know, social distancing. So we've been doing a lot of uh, phone calls, more than video calls. Like I did a video call with two friends and it was lovely. But for me, it's easier to do the voice calls because I can put on headphones and kind of do other things. And it's not like I'm not paying attention to the person. It's just a multitasking kind of deal. And I still find comfort in listening to a voice and focusing my brain on what the voice is saying. Anyway, I love phone calls. So that's what I've been doing. I've also been writing a few friends, actual cards, which because it's me, it turns out to be like a mini letter. So I've been writing friends near and far. And usually I write to people very seldomly throughout the year, but like People usually expect to hear from me during Christmas for sure because of the Christmas cards. But this season, the kids and I have been writing a lot and it has been lovely. We love writing to people. We do it often and that's something I don't want to stop. I want to be able to send words of encouragement through the mail, which is very unexpected even during this season. And I feel like it helps people a lot. And for me, it's a pleasure to write. All right, so motherhood was different and the same. The same as far as my definition of motherhood is my dedication to my children and my dedication to teaching them something. What's different is the times that we're living in. I have to always think like, what do I want them to know? Um, we, I 
keep informed of the news, but I don't include the kids on that. And we speak on their level. We don't believe in giving kids ulcers. We do pray for the state of the world, but I'm not sharing like the stats on how many people are dying all over the world, like right now. Cause I don't think like for a seven year old, that's really relevant and it will help them make like inform their day. Uh, but anyway, so like I'm processing all of that as in like, how much do they need to know? Um, keep the conversation open for sure. And, um, what's different is I'm more focused on number one, what do I want to teach my children during this season? I don't want to be in the mindset of, oh my God, we're so bored. Oh my God, when will this be over that I lose all this precious time, all this intentional time that God's giving me with my children. So I told you how we've been working quite a bit and they are, they help me out a lot. I had a huge project to do at work, so they helped me with it. So that was lovely. And through working together, through decluttering together, through cooking together, I'm getting to know their hearts and I know they're watching me. They're watching my attitude. They're like little sponges. So what's different is I'm looking at the times and I'm asking myself, what do I want to teach? Cause they're learning you know, from me, from the situation. And it's not about being the perfect mother, but it's about being intentional in my living, in my teaching. And believe it or not, like it or not, kids are learning how to deal with trauma and with crisis by watching us today. So the next time something like this happens, they're just going to basically mimic what they saw inside of their homes. So like I've been thinking about those things and I'm being really, really um, mindful. So I'm going to be very honest with you. And I wrote something else to tell you what's different and the same, but I cannot figure out what my handwriting said. Like it says S-P-D-I-S-C. Just like, what is this special discovery? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I wrote. So I guess I'll wrap it up with um, just going back to Easter, which is the holiday that we um, as Christians are celebrating this weekend. Jesus is still the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So I'm so excited about that. I'm excited that no matter how different times are, in the first time in our personal history, we're not able to be at a church for Easter, but Jesus is with us. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I will be with you to the end of the time. So I'm very excited about that. So friend, I don't want to take for granted that you like life is good and everything is sunny. It might be for somebody. I know there's a lot of people dealing with anxiety, with fear, with uncertainty about the future. Some of us carried some heavy stuff to this current crisis that we're living in. And some of us brought some things from the very, very, very long time ago past and they are just bubbling up right now. I just want to tell you that God sees you the way you are, as you are. He loves you and he has hope for you. The way God works is often through people. So my encouragement for you is although we are socially distant, don't stay alone in your suffering. Share your suffering with a friend. Um, I practiced this this week. Um, I have a, a friend who God always touches her and she just texts me and she says, I'm feeling really, 
near you right now and I said hey it's been a it's been a bad day for me so she asked me how she could pray which she did and then she sent me some words of encouragement before connecting with this friend I um, saw a friend during a run so I shared and we were far from each other a little bit of what was happening so she gave me some words of comfort words of wisdom she told me how to pray <laughs> she told me she would pray for me which was so encouraging so in my suffering I felt that I was alone but I know better I was just like I have to tell somebody about this it's eating me up so I'm encouraging you to do the same reach out God uses people there are a lot of mental health professionals who are working right now there's a lot of generous mental health professionals who are offering their services for free or for a reduced rate um, but just know that there's help out there and we can grow stronger I know what it is to feel down I know what it is to be stressed I know what it is not to sleep well I know what it is to have your stomach in knots and you're trying to rest and you can't um, and then you finally fall asleep and you wake up and I know for me my first thought after one of those awful nights was wow joy did come in the morning like I got a little bit of rest it's just like I can face life again so I know what what it means to go through difficulties I also know what it is to reach out for help and to get it so I just want you to know like if you haven't had the courage to reach out to a friend to a trusted friend do it like people are are there for you like you have at least one trusted friend and you know you always have a friend in Jesus so have an amazing weekend I will come back again and I do not know what I'm going to speak about next so if you have any topics I know I have friends who sent me topics and I will address it one of the topics that I, that was suggested and I okay so I'll, I'll I'll do that for was from my friend Carson he wanted to know about how to face your fears and then he always he also wanted to know uh, about my upbringing in Brazil like tell me about growing up in Brazil so next time I come back I'll speak about that so friend have an amazing day or night or afternoon please know that I'm here for you you can reach out to me I'm here to um, listen to you to pray for you and to encourage you and to let you know that there is hope you know and things will get better keep your head up take care bye bye